Hello and welcome to Crash's Course, a short-form podcast where I share my thoughts and advice on playing and running tabletop role-playing games in roughly about five minutes. Today I want to talk about re-rolling. Okay, not every TTRPG requires players to roll anything when creating a character, but whatever. I'm talking about those moments in a longer campaign when one of your players decides they want to try a different character. There can be a lot of reasons for this. Perhaps the player decided that after a certain plot development, it didn't make sense for their character to decide to stick around. This could be because they felt betrayed, because they finally found a place that felt like home, or something else entirely. Perhaps the player felt inspired to create a new character, but they didn't want to have to wait for the next campaign to try the new character out. Perhaps they decided that character they made looked neat on paper, but they're just not getting into it the way they thought they were going to. Perhaps they're just bored. And perhaps the character died in a spectacular fashion. Hey, I've had players come to me with all these reasons and more, and they're all valid. TTRPGs are supposed to be fun. If something gets in the way of that fun, that's a bad implementation, and you should change things. I won't say I'm the perfect GM, but at this point, when I'm designing a campaign, I try to also think about how new characters can be added without breaking the established plot. Yes, even the all-kobold game that I run, where they crash-landed on a planet without kobolds. The ship was full of more than just the party, and the escape pods worked for everyone but the NPC captain, R.I.P. Sniff Stonetail. And any new character could just be assumed to be a survivor whose pod landed somewhere else. There's mixed schools of thought on what the power level of the new character should be, though. I'm of the opinion that it should be comparable to the rest of the party, yes, even if the new character didn't have all those levels earned. Technically, that player earned those levels on another character. It's fine. So, if the rest of the party is level 3, Joe McNew character should also be level 3. If they've acquired a few magic items along the way, I'm likely to allow McNew character to pick something off of a list. In Cypher System, it can be a bit trickier, but that's because even if you award XP evenly throughout, players can spend it on long or short-term benefits in different ways. I have a situation like that that I'll be resolving on Monday, actually, and in this case, some of the players have spent enough XP to get halfway to Tier 2, so I'll be letting the player of the new character check off two of those boxes on their character sheet, their choice as to which, but have them otherwise start with no XP. In my games, that's a state that won't last very long anyway. One last thing. Just because a character's leaving the active party does not mean they've left the campaign setting. Yes, even if they died spectacularly. One of my favorite things is when the plot provides a reason for that character to make a return, either as an NPC or, better yet, with the original player reprising their role with an appropriately leveled older and wiser PC. Bonus points if they end up having to play the old character and the new character at the same time, but try not to force them into a situation where they have to have a too long conversation with themselves.
That's all for this episode. Subscribe to Just This Podcast on Mastodon at is.aaronbsmith.com slash at Crashes Course, or subscribe to all of my TDRPG podcasts at aaronbsmith.com slash cogwheel. Music is Deadly Windmills by Jam from modarchive.org, used with permission as its public domain. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License.